What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode two of On the Dome. Um, we just got back from the AT&T Stadium, literally right now, two days later. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, yeah, we just we we went to the fight, and I think I want I want to touch on that first real quick before anything. We got we got a lot of interesting things to dive into today, real quick. We got a UFC 262 coming up. We have a couple of big fights coming up as well. Um, but real quick, I want to touch on the experience that we had at AT&T Stadium. Edgar, how are you? How are you feeling? Are you still kind of like you, you still feeling like that come down from after the fight? You know, I've had a couple of days to digest it. <laughs> yeah. What what a like what a what a fucking spectacle that Dude. was to have the largest uh, what is it closed stadium or what what's it called? Uh, I don't know. And just closed. I just know it was over seventy three. It was seven, but it was a record for like uh, most uh, most in attendance, like in the closed stadium. Yeah. Damn. Seventy over seventy three thousand. It, it was it was insane. Just like the energy that was in there. A lot of people weren't wearing masks, which kind of gave us the false illusion that you know things were going back to normal a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it was it was just such a great such a great experience. Everybody everybody literally around us, like all the fans, everyone was there for one person. It was such a it was such a vibe, bro. I've never dabbed up so many dudes with high fades and Ezekiel Elliott <laughs> jerseys in my life before. Zeke was there, right? Zeke was there, Zeke yeah, was yeah. There, yeah. He didn't me up but yeah, I can't believe it. Billy Joe has so many fans. He did not. I ain't see him. I and saw him, about two. I saw the two that were sitting in front of us, and they had the wrong seats. So they got moved. <laughs> yeah. They were kind of cool. And then uh, yeah, it was a little bit of that's about it, bro. Yeah, UK fan. I guess Tyson. I was surprised though, because UK they usually follow their fighters. Yeah, not, not this one. Yeah, not over here. Not over here. Not Billy. <laughs> no, I mean not, not in Dallas though. Like if you have a Mexican fight in, in maybe Dallas, in Vegas. When, yeah, yeah in Vegas. Maybe yeah. in Vegas. Yeah, that's true. I guess not Texas. We're just everywhere, man. You're scared of the scared of Dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, it, was, it was so dope, dude. When uh, when he came out. I think it was uh, Pepe Aguilar and Everyone his kids. Everyone was singing in unison. People were singing, bro. I got a bunch of videos on my phone. I'm gonna put up on the on the site later. It was just, it was just something, dude. It was. I got, I had goosebumps. It was crazy. I, I probably lost my voice by the time the first round came along. I lost my voice by the time he stepped beat, like his entrance was over. <laughs> yeah, literally. He was just yelling. Los puso. They put the uh, Lima Nacional de Mexico, mm-hmm. and like, oh, everybody geez. was singing oh. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it. I take a lot of pride in knowing it. I did. I did five years of school in Mexico. So <laughs> you know, I had to learn it, but fuck man, that was that was so awesome. It was one of those nights that you never want him to end, but the way it ended, it like I'm, I ain't even mad. He broke his face. How do you feel? About, you 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 had some 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 pro Billy comments wait, last I, week. I, I, wait, 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 wait. What was our prediction again? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So y'all could go back to the first episode. He said. Uh, all 12 people. Said, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, all 12, all 12 of y'all. Go back to the first episode. <laughs> no, wait, nine, because it's like minus three. <laughs> Spook said, if Canelo wins convinc- convincingly, he'll be sold on him. So now I want to ask you, are you sold on him? I'm not sold on him. Bro, you just said it, Because bro, I, I didn't see. say that. I said, no, you didn't. if he beats Billy Joe and Benavides convincingly, I'll be sold on him. We can that's, go back to the first episode. Yeah, but I I do think he beat Billy Joe convincingly. He's oh, no shit. He broke his face. I'm not I'm not sold on him, but I think this is where it starts the convincing for me. So his last I, I saw eight good... fights since his since his only loss have not convinced you up to this point. Mm-mm. 
Triple G didn't convince Triple me. Triple G. The only one that you can say did convince me was uh, Miami, Yodrum, and freaking uh, Daniel Jacobs. But Amir Khan, that's a 147 pounder. Like, come on. But he 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 was the one that decided to move two weight divisions though. Like Miguel Cotto still like, was still there. Miguel Cotto was old, like you know. Yeah. He was old. He wasn't a lot of Triple G. Career. Like that first fight, I don't think Canelo. You know, I guess it was a good call as a draw. There was this guy, one of the, one of the Billy Joe fans, in front of me talking about that first fight, and I was like, "Why the fuck are you talking about the first fight? Like this is a different fight." Yeah, it's a whole different. And I got mad. <laughs> what what you what you see on Saturday from Canelo that kind of surprised you or impressed you or just anything if anything yeah what i saw was he still struggles with lefties um with boxers who move that's that's what i saw caleb plans a lefty right no no i don't think i think he does both he's he, he fights, he, he's he like out. similar style of fighting but he, he's orthodox oh okay i thought he was a lefty but i did see canelo he he was able he had an answer for for billy joe style which is different than like his performance against Lara, it was, you know, he improved a lot. And I saw it like, you know, Canelo had good movements. He knew what to hit. Um, but I think, I think Billy Joe brought, I think he was just getting confident when, you know, his corner chose to stop it. He was giving him a good fight. I mean, I got to give him that. It was, it was definitely not one-sided. Nah, I think that's a hard fight to like score. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I would, because I don't think Canelo was up. Much. I think I think I gave Billy at most Ooh, two rounds. Two rounds. I gave him the fourth and the fifth. The fifth no, one for the sure. Fourth, the fourth was Canelo. Yeah, the fifth one for sure. The third one was where Billy Joe kind of showed out a bit. I gave him the. He fifth landed one like for ten sure. more punches. Or was significant though. He was just, he was just kind of touching him up. I I didn't see not one significant punch from Billy. I did. I, I, yeah, there there was I, one when they were coming off the clinch. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a, a uppercut to to the chin. Yeah, it, was like, it was like a check hook. Yeah. But it didn't <clears throat> startle him. Billy Joe doesn't have power. Like that's that's one thing we all knew. Like he doesn't have power to hurt Canelo, and Canelo has a real good chin. So Billy's best chance was take taking the distance, and that, that's what that's what a lot of people were saying was <clears throat> Billy was starting to pick up momentum. He was starting to put some good rounds. There was four rounds left. I think Canelo, in my opinion, was up by four rounds at most. Uh, according to, to the judges, I think Canelo was up by six rounds at that point. But to say that if it would have gone the distance, it would have been competitive and it would have gone down to the judges, then your prediction from last week could have possibly, you know, you could have possibly speaked it into existence. Where Yeah, no, I, I thought it was going so wrong. The way Canelo was throwing those power punches and setting up traps, I, I did not see that shit going 12 rounds. You know, you know, Billy Joe, like, he was just trying to avoid the body punches. I don't know if you saw that. When he would move around, he was always, like... With the hands down? One hand, like, up here, and the other one covering his body. Like A lot. Of, I saw him throw out a lot of the fight with both of his hands down. That's his style, that's though. His like, style, yeah. though. He's so confident, yeah. Yeah, I like I mean, he flows, man. He he was falling. Yeah, he was way like more on the ring. He was, it was it was good. I think he was barely gaining that confidence of throwing more punches. But I think Canelo's was, power yeah. kind of kept him from really, really getting comfortable. Because oh yeah, I yeah. think Canelo's power keeps everyone. From when you feel it, you feel it. Because it's one thing to say it, like you know he's strong, but when you feel that punch, it's it's way different. And the punch that got him though, it's and and the momentum of Billy Joe's head movement. <clears throat> 
I think I think he was he was slipping a I think it was a jab that Canelo threw. I don't know if it was a jab or a feint, but he slipped it and he went head first straight into that right uppercut. Two two things two things I want to add is like I was telling my dad that Canelo wasn't using that feint. You're telling your daddy? My daddy. <laughs> he wasn't using that feint that you know he does the, the fake jab and it's like. He'll, he'll throw a fake jab and like right? a body uppercut. That's his like sign. Yeah, that he wasn't using that points too much. And then the second thing I wanted to say was the when he threw that punch that ended the fight, right before it, when he lifted up his hands, that shit was iconic. He lifted oh, his hands after the punch, huh? No, like when he was hyping up the crowd. No, but the punch that broke the orbital bone. He broke, he hit that punch, and then he got the yeah. crowd into it, right? Yeah. Well, he did it twice in the same round, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was after like, the punch. He walked him down. Yeah. 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 I think, I, think I saw an interview there where Eddie, Eddie told Canelo to do something like that at one point during the fight to get the crowd into it. But he said that when he hit him, he, he felt, felt his it. knuckle crack the orbital bone and pomelo, <clears> right? <throat> and, fuck, man, that's crazy. When he, when he put his hands up. Staying went fucking nuts, bro. Yeah. I saw the like nuts, the people dude. go crazy. Like they all stood up, and Canelo's just there, like in the ring. There's a, bad there's a whole picture. minute left in the round too. There's a badass picture where Canelo, like the photographer, like the angle that he got it. Canelo's just you know it's from the back, so Canelo has his hand up, and like you see all the people in front of him. You see Billy's up, face, fucking cheering. Yeah, Billy Joe looked like damn. Is it just yeah? I think he knew once that punch landed. I think he knew it was yeah. it was done. I mean. He wasn't gonna say it, you know. I think he would have kept going, but yeah. his corner. I think his corner did good in stopping it. I, I what, what do you guys man. think of that? I agree, but God, what was the name of that fighter that Billy gave shit to? I'm not even sure of that fighter, but I, I don't know who, who you're talking about. Yeah, Google it real quick. Well, if he hadn't made those comments, then I think the boxing community wouldn't have judged them so heavily. He said, "Cause it was the ninth, like." He was talking about it was, it breaking was, his, both his eye sockets. Teeth coming out. Teeth coming out. Nose smashed in. And they would have to carry come. him out the ring. Yeah. And then get his eye socket. That's that's what he said. He he fought uh, Daniel Dubois. Yeah. Yeah. He would like, he said if my two eye sockets were broken, my jaw was broken, my teeth were out, my nose was smashed, my brain was beating, I was not stopping until I was knocked out or worse. That's what Billy Joe said about that opponent. And you know, like Throughout the whole buildup of the fight, he was uh, one of one of the things he kept telling Canelo is, "You've never fought anyone with the heart that I have." He's a gypsy. He was talking. Him and Tyson Fury were saying the gypsy heart, like you know, yeah. didn't play out in their favor. I don't know. I I think everybody got a plan to get punched in the obviously in the, in the ice socket and it breaks in three pieces. Obviously, you have to protect your fighter if you're the corner right? Yeah, but. I didn't see Billy get up saying he wanted to keep going. Yeah. I think he knew because, like, once his – like, if his corner told him, like, you know what, we're stopping the fight, it doesn't really matter. Like, he could get up, but if they stop it, they're stopping it regardless. The ref is going to see that. But they throw in the towel. You want to see that from him where – Yeah, yeah, I want to go back in. You know, I, I, I can I still go. You know, like, like, uh, like they always say, I want to go out on my shield. You know? I think Billy Joe would have. I think if it was up to him, the fight would have continued. He didn't get up? Yeah, but I think if it was up to him, he would have continued. He kind of knew, though. Like, the, the I mean, damage. I think he knew the, the yeah. outcome. Like, you know, he, he yeah. couldn't last too much why, longer. Why? I mean, it is one thing to question their heart. I agree. It, it's a it's a violent fucking sport, but you got to think of longevity. Yeah, I mean, no, which is why yeah. his corner 
you know, I think his corner was thinking for him because I think Billy Joe was lost in the moment. Like, I, I, I'm going to keep he going. He was obviously going to get get even more. Oh, yeah, yeah. If he would have went out for that ninth round. I don't oh, yeah. think he threw a punch the, remain, the remainder of that round after the He was the, more just the landed. Yeah. He, he was, was just surviving. I think he got hurt in that round, like, besides that. Oh, yeah, definitely. That punch. After that punch, Canelo landed a couple yeah, of good shots he, as well. Yeah, he, he let off, like, three good punches. Mm-hmm. That really landers. I threw a couple more check hooks. I saw that. that, that, yeah. that that's got to hurt, man, when your face is broken and they keep touching you up. Well, he got surgery, what, today? Yesterday? Yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, he got surgery Check here. into the hospital yeah, immediately after. That's that's crazy. And the UFC, there's, there's uh, Michael Bisping lost his eye once and with a similar injury. He lost his, his right eye. One thing, one thing I would say is Tyson Fury is not a loyal friend. Wait, why do you say that? Where was he after the fight? Hey, that's that's true. I didn't see him. I didn't see him at all. After maybe maybe he was with Adrian Broner drinking. It, 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 yeah, <laughs> hey, I mean, there's a picture of that the whole week leading up to the fight. Though I'm not saying he was like dick riding or anything like that because Tyson Fury he does, but Tyson Fury doesn't need to do that. He has yeah, the star power to do so. Yeah. He was supporting very annoyingly on social media. He was supporting, and I I I have not seen one post after post the fight, fight. Nobody saw him, dude. Like Literally. going to Billy's locker or nothing, like. It's like he disappeared. Yeah, and I'm a huge Tyson Fury fan. But Going back with the Jersey. that's that's a bad look. That's He's a bad a traveling look. man, you know. But that's a bad look for Tyson. It is because you know they talk about their tight, their gypsy heart, and they're both gypsies. Support him when he's up and he's down. The Mexican fighter heart too, though. I mean, that's that's kind of what they're Think known that's for. A- that you know, yeah, setting the tempo oh, yeah. in your face. Edgar, you said something really interesting. You who? Chris Maddox. What oh, happened, the, what happened the, there? Yeah, so Chris Chris Maddox, man. He he's who is Chris Maddox? Chris Maddox is a DAZN analyst. He's a he's one of the uh, commentators. So I actually saw it during uh, that last round, uh, right before uh, Canelo actually hit that uppercut on him. They showed like the copy box numbers. He had Canelo winning two rounds. Was he the one that scored it for Billy? Yeah, he had Canelo winning two rounds up until that eighth round. How? Like How? what? 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 What fight was he what watching? What fight was he watching? Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like I think it was a lot closer than no, it wasn't. Then when people and that's came one thing too. Because, not, too, not, because not the judges six rounds to two, dog. The judges had it seventy eight, seventy four. You know, like both judges, and then that third judge had it like seventy. I'm not even sure, but it was like one round, I think. Towards two, two. it was two, two, mm-hmm. and three, I think, or three, three, and two rounds. Some something like that, and I think. I didn't think those were accurate. That's that's one thing about watching it live. You don't you don't hear the the commentators, so you don't get swayed by whatever it is they're saying. Because obviously their their job is to make the fight entertaining, right? Even if it is lopsided, especially with, with the fight of this magnitude, like if it was uh, Canelo and Yildirim, obviously you know they're gonna you know it's it's okay yeah. to say like yeah this is one sided, but a fight with this magnitude they gotta keep it interesting. So of course they're gonna try to say that it was. Uh, closer than it was, but if you were there at the stadium watching it live with no uh, perspective but your own, but you, you were have, able to see, it, but you have the crowd. Yeah, I was gonna say that was I mean, that's favorite. a good argument, but you could you could say the crowd was obviously biased. Heavily favored Hispanics, Canelo, yeah, yeah, Mexican. We were heavily biased, and and I don't know when Canelo when Canelo threw a punch, you heard it, you heard it in the crowd's reaction. I'll say like I saw a lot from Billy Joe. And I think he could have done enough to beat Canelo, but obviously Canelo Canelo took advantage Canelo? Of, of the better, you know, opportunities. I swear he couldn't hit him. He, 
he wasn't landing too much but towards towards those rounds he started landing more towards the eighth eighth round like six, like i said six, the, seven, the, the fifth round he i gave it to billy and then other than that i, I could have probably given like the six but canelo's one of those fighters that gets better as the fight goes on too you, you give him four extra rounds to work with he was he was trying to figure him out he was trying to catch him with he the body hooks. He was trying to he was trying to catch him, you know, throwing a jab, closing the distance. He was, he was setting him up. You know, he was good. throwing that uppercut the whole fight. Yeah, yeah. And I Billy, saw Billy Joe was aware of it. With hard yeah. shit. Billy Joe was aware of that. Like he he saw them coming, you know. But I don't know. I mean, I heard. Um, I'm not sure where I heard it, but anyway, and also really really studied Billy Joe because if you see Billy Joe, he leans into his right. Like he ducks down to his right always. Like when he sees a power punch coming, he ducks to his right. And that's how he got caught, dug into his right, kind of looked through the uppercut. Just clean. That was all Eddie Reynoso's it, yeah. game plan. That, shit, that shit's gotta hurt. You know, their, their chemistry is crazy, dude. Canelo and Eddie Reynoso. Yeah. You know, uh, after the fight, there was this uh, there was this dude that looked like Andy Ruiz in front of us. <laughs> and he was like a little bit, like literally, he looked just like Andy Ruiz, just a little bit smaller. Uh, he, he said something after the fight while we were all celebrating. He was like, the best fighter in the world right now is Mexican. And I thought about it, I was like, that's never happened before. I think it has. Julio Cesar Chavez, Chavez is not the best fighter. He was the best fighter of no. his time. Who was who was better? He was him? fighting in the 80s. But of his time, he was the best fighter in the world. He was fighting in the 80s. That's Sugar Ray Leonard. Marvin Hagler. We're talking about nah, pound for pound. I think Chavez was pound for pound. No. No, he wasn't. What do you think now? Is the best fighter in the world Mexican today? Like today, today right currently, in yeah. Pound for pound day and age today, right I now. think Canelo is the best fighter in the world. And I don't want to hear anyone say Terrence Crawford. I think he is pound for pound. Yeah, Terrence Crawford is not. And him, he levels to this shit. If yeah. he unifies the super middleweight division, does that take him to an even bigger, big, bigger spectrum? Does that make him bigger than what he currently is, or is that just what's expected of him at this point? I kind of think that's expected of him. I don't think many people expect Caleb Plant to beat him, you know? It's kind of like already, you know, written now. Like, he's he's going to be undisputed. I think I think Caleb Plant gives Canelo a better fight. Do you think he has a better fight? I don't think really? so. I, I, I don't he's think younger. So. Did you see his last fight against Caleb, Caleb Trucks? He, he, yeah, he struggled. That yeah, he did. Bad, he struggled. Right? I, just think, I just think he's younger. He has more to learn. He, to me, is more of a natural 168er as well. So... I think Billy Joe's always fought 168. Oh, no, 160 and 168. He fought 160 and 168. I, I think he know. fought John Ryder. I think so. If you compare Kelly Plant and Billy Joe, I think Billy Joe has more power in his hands than Plant. Plant has pillow hands too. Because Plant tried, he tried to stop his last opponent. That was, that was really his, like, and that opponent was like 40 years old, I think, if I'm not mistaken. He was, he was, he was up there. He and was he wasn't, there. he hadn't fought in like two, three years. And like the point of that fight, and why he, they set it up was for Plant to stop him to look good. It was for him yeah. to look good, and, and he didn't stop him at all. Like he didn't hurt him. Like it was like, yeah, it, it, it got boring. It, 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 it really did. I was watching it. I was watching it live, and yeah, yeah, it, was, it, was, it, was, it got boring. You think that fight's gonna come what September? Yeah, yeah, because I, I know Canelo wants to be undisputed by, September. and then maybe <sighs> another one in December. Hopefully, not that. I think January or like February. Nah, I think after September. I think he fights. He fights Charlo or like Benavides. Uh, what one seventy five? No, one sixty eight. Because after that, like, he after he because he said he wants to fight. You know, one sixty eight, clean it up. And I guess he doesn't want to leave doubts, so he wants to fight Benavides and the Charlos. But then he wants to move to one seventy five after that. 
which will be towards the end of like 2022. Him defending all those belts though against that kind of competition, obviously, you that's Caleb Plant. It's not going to be in a walk in the park. Obviously, Canelo's going to go into that highly favorite. After that though, I think it gets really fucking interesting. That's why I say if he beats the Charlos, well Benavides, I'll be convinced, like sold on him <laughs> for sure. Because right now, I'm, imagine they get that fight in you know, Dallas again. That, oh, that fight, I'll, I'll go to that one. Benavides and Canelo. Uh, I, what I wish, like, I wish Caleb Plant and David Benavides fought before they fight. They, whoever fights, like, whoever the winner fights, Canelo. Benavides Caleb Plant is scared. He, they, they've showed it before. He I doesn't know, want to fight anyone besides he, Canelo. I wish that would happen because I, I really, yeah. I, don't even, I don't even want to see Canelo fight Caleb Plant. Yeah. I want to see him fight Benavides. You see Benavides calling out on social media and shit? On Caleb Plant? Yeah. Yeah, Caleb Plant, he's scared, man. He doesn't want any smoke at 168. He just wants the bag and can't blame him, but. You know, he's a champ. But yeah, you're a champ. Yeah, you're a champ for a reason. That would be my ideal scenario, though. Playing Benavides fight, whoever well, wins. They wanted um, they the people want Benavides and Charlo to fight, so that way you know who steps up and then fights Plant and then Canelo. But that's kind of too long. You know, that's like till next year. That fight could take place though while we wait for Plant and Canelo. Charlo and Canelo, could and take then watch it unfold. I mean, Charlo, Charlo, Benavides, Charlo and Benavides. Charlo. Yeah. yeah, but then. That gives Canelo a reason not to fight the loser of that fight, which is which which makes sense because they would fight harder. Like, yeah. nah, I want, I want the money. Yeah, 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 yeah. they already know yeah. what's waiting for they them. Know what's coming. Coming. Yeah, there's a couple mil. Couple. What was the the purse? I think Canelo got twenty five. Yeah. I think and thirty guaranteed. Guaranteed it was twenty five. Billy got three. Billy got three, but I mean, after pay per view and after shit, ticket sales, <laughs> after all that. That's crazy. That's Probably they walked out with an ice bag. Compare that salary to UFC 262, which is coming up next Saturday. Um, shit, man. I wish the UFC guys got paid more. That's that's definitely a, to- a different conversation we, topic for we've us. Always, we've always known that. UFC, yeah. You know, it's what it is. Yeah. I think uh, I saw a post on Instagram where it was uh, John Jones and uh, Anthony Joshua's career earnings. Sad, and I, right? I don't think I don't think John Jones has hit a million yet. Yeah. Well, hey, John, John Jones has had issues, right, with the UFC. Like he has. A, yeah, with Usada. He had a like a time where he wasn't fighting. Yeah. Which were like his prime years, probably. I think last time he fought was twenty twenty. Yeah. Fought Dominic Reyes. <clears throat> um, that's a whole different conversation, though. Yeah. I, I could get into really. I was like three fucking different conversation topics came in. That's for later. I do want to review real quick though. If you guys don't have anything else to say about that Canelo fight, want to take talk. Take like one minute to talk about UFC 262. I think it's a really, really underrated card. You got uh, so Khabib vacated the the lightweight title. He retired, no? He retired. Yeah. yeah. So the t- uh, come on, dude. I don't. I don't what think- else does he have to prove, man? I would. I would have wanted him to see fight Michael Chandler, and I think it can still happen if Michael Chandler beats Charles Oliveira on Saturday. So they're fighting for the vacated lightweight title. That's gonna be a fucking battle, man. I think Charles Oliveira is so. Incredibly slept on. I know you guys don't watch. He's it Brazilian. Much. No? He's Brazilian. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he's on an eight-fight win streak. I mean, he's he's he has the most finishes I think in UFC history. Um, and this is Michael Chandler's second UFC fight, but he had a a huge. I think he had eight title defenses at a uh, in in Bellator. So, I mean, Michael Chandler's a veteran of the sport as well, just not a veteran of UFC. His first fight in the UFC, that was on, on the, the Coleman event when Connor fought Dustin Poirier. It took him less than two minutes, I think, to to get rid of Dan Hooker, who was a, a top five 
you know, lightweight at the time. So, man, that's, that's going to be fireworks. And then co-main event, Tony Ferguson against Benio Darius. It's going to be excellent as well. Uh, Tony Ferguson's coming off a two-fight lose streak. It's a warrior. It's, he's a warrior. Both of these guys are fucking warrior's, man. I think Benio Darius is super slept on as well. But Tony's a dog, Wait, man. What's the name? Benio Darius. That's weird. Oh, he, he looks like your substitute teacher yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, in I've English. Seen, seen, Tony Ferguson is that dude that uh, he has like he's like a stand-up fighter, right? He but likes, he's he likes exchanging. Yeah, but he's a jiu-jitsu black belt. As well. He usually comes out bloody, right, on matches. Oh yeah, 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 he's he's oh, yeah. Uh, against Zetson Barbosa, yeah, against yeah. Justin Gaethje, but look against at that Anthony like, Pettis. Barbosa's good. Pettis is up there. Yeah, he's uh, trash. Who? Tony Ferguson. Bro, he was. He, he likes getting hit. That's that's. Yeah, that's I mean, he, he's gonna come out with CTE. Looking like Diaz. Hey, Diaz is trash too. Have you seen both of the brothers lately? They're yeah, they look great. They look like they're in really good fighting shape, especially, especially Nick. Now I'm talking about like their body language, right? They but they've always been like that, like sluggish. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they've been like... They look a little I think it's like, catching up. Anyway, I don't... Uh, we know CTE is a real thing. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I've had seven registered <laughs> concussions. I'm, I'm aware, bro. But don't you ever disrespect Tony Ferguson like that again. He's trash. I think if Tony Ferguson loses this fight, though, the US, right, if Tony Ferguson loses this fight, I think they can start talking about releasing him, maybe, because that's that's maybe. three losses in a row. Tyron Woodley got released, too. That, that shit hurt. And uh, Alistair Overeem got cut, too. That shit hurt. Overeem was – he was interesting. Yeah, man, he was fun. He was he, fun to see. But he's been around for Did decades. He beat, uh, yeah. He's the one that beat Brock Lesnar, right? I don't remember. Was it him? I'm not sure. Oh, no. I just know Probably. he got I mean, they were, they were around at the same time. He got his shit rocked by Francis Ngannou. Oh, Ngannou, bro. Ngannou's different. Bro, no one's calling out Francis Ngannou, if you notice. Where's not John even John Jones? Jones, dude. Not even. Derek Rose was like, shit, I'll do it for six million, but like, shit. Motherfucking up. Motherfucking up. Everybody wants to see John Jones and Francis Ngannou. They could make, Where's that they could make a huge card with Ngannou as the main event. And Usman as a co-main. Because they're, they're, they're both they're both Nigerian. Oh, is he in the No, no, no. Think, oh, no, 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 no. think about it. Like throw it, do it in Africa. Oh, shit, that was, Man, I don't think they ever had a fight in Africa. Uh, not, a, not a UFC fight. They've had like Ali went over there and fought, you know, in boxing. Too, but like UFC no. UFC, God, that would be insane. That would be crazy. That would be fucking crazy. <clears throat> Imagine two two Africans, like it's their home. Three dog, if you throw in Izzy? Oh yeah, yeah. Three. They're home. That would be crazy, uh, bro. All right, we got three minutes. Any, any final thoughts? It was just, there was so much from that fight. Uh, it was, oh man. I think I'm still recovering from it. No, I'm just thankful that we're able to experience that, especially out of the pandemic. It was a real special event. I, I feel like for everyone, everyone that came out of that event just came out so like joyful, energetic, yeah. man. So yeah. people, so, so people joyful. are tired of being locked down, and people want to go out. And it, it was, it was it's a great fun. thing that that boxing did that. People always like to say boxing is dead, and that's and that you know there there isn't as much interest as it once was. But as you can see, history was made. It was people people, people. That's one thing Canelo said. Boxing. Yeah, Canelo was like, he wants to. You know, he's grateful for the opportunity. He's grateful for the fact that he's kind of leading the people back into norm. You know, normal normality. normality per, yeah, per again, because he he was like what the first. Big event, like open, fully open. Yeah. 
Yeah, UFC's done a couple, but at limited <clears throat> capacity. Even the one in Houston here on Saturday is at only 15,000. Yeah, that's so, a lot of people. Shit, man, that was crazy. It didn't feel like 73,000, though. The, the way that where we were. It did at the end, though. At the end, yeah. Heck yeah. Once, once that main event was about to start, yeah. you looked around. It was roaring. Like, it was roaring. How many people were in here? I was scared that that uh, Chinese rocket. That Chinese rocket like, was going to land at this. With my luck, bro. <laughs> you know, it landed right on your dome. Yeah, right on the dome. Boom. Ooh. And with that, we'll close it out. Any yeah. any last final words? Follow us on Instagram. Oh yeah, follow us on Instagram at underscore on the dome. Yeah, follow my huddle. <laughs> follow me on follow me on huddle. Uh, we'll be posting a couple of the videos from the fight. We'll be we'll be posting some uh, some predictions for for a couple of the fights coming up this weekend. And uh, as always, man. Yeah, any kind of feedback is always more than welcome. And uh, sweet. I'm, like, I'm excited for this weekend's fights. I think they're very, very underrated. I also ain't got nothing to do, so I'm just, nice. I'm just watch this. Probably be up here. Yeah, you probably be up here. You come? Yeah, it's kind of my job now. Ain't no, yeah, <laughs> ain't got nothing else to do. Sweet, man. Cool. Goodbye. Toodles. <laughs> <laughs>